0: up your boots and get ready for tm5 united your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes
1: here's your hosts abner castellanos and david donis welcome to atlanta where the
0: players play and we ride
1: on them things hello all you beautiful people out there i am your host david donis here on tm5 united i'm here with my lovely as always uh, co-host abner castellanos we're going to talk about the disaster that happened this weekend and we have a lot to get through. But first, Abner, besides a game, how was your weekend? I know it was a Mother's Day weekend. Did you, you, you have any plans? You do anything exciting?
0: Um, yeah, but you know, my son had a game uh, Saturday night, so that's that was the main reason why I didn't go to the game. And it turns out it's kind of a good thing I didn't go to the game because I would have been really upset. Uh, but other than that you know celebrated mother's day you know with my wife my kids did some crafty stuff and uh, made some <laughs> stuff for her so that's cool and then uh you know same we went to go see my mom and you know happy mother's day to everybody listening if you're listening if you're a mother uh, happy mother's day yeah you, david what you do did you give your mom a new car i heard you gave her a new, new car. car yeah man how'd you know i i heard man <laughs> I was like hey I was like don't post that because you're gonna make me look bad i just gave my mom a little template
1: no kidding man um <laughs> uh, man uh it was it was a good weekend it was a good mother's day, but I'll just say i I'm pretty tired because uh my wife's birthday is May twelfth and Ooh, my sister's birthday. husband's birthday is also May twelfth so it's pretty uh, funny we don't day. like the brother in laws they share a birthday so it was like you know the whole birthday gifts and we had to get together then we had the game on saturday and everything that goes with that and then you had mother's day the day afterwards so it was fun but it was a lot and uh, i'm tired so i'm kind of glad the whole weekend's over and i can kind of chill because uh, before that you know i had my brother's graduation and it was my mom's birthday so may, oh, yeah, is, yeah, a may is a very busy busy very 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 busy uh, but yeah and thanks to Abner because he uh, you know the, the two tickets that he was he, that he usually had I was able to use it for uh, a, a friend uh, two friends of mine and they really enjoy the game and they you know oh, sure. not the result but they still like going to the game and like the experience so it's all good. You go to the bathroom stall number three section 205. Why is that your spot? Oh, I don't know. Sorry, maybe
0: I should keep that to myself.
1: this <laughs> say for a good time, <laughs> call It has
0: my name and number on there. <laughs> I'm gonna tell your wife, dude. <laughs> oh man! All right, David, let's get into this. Hey, before we start, I, I do need to say this. Oh, so here we first. go. Here we go. All right, and we stop selling. Or our players to other MLS teams? Like, can we send them to Mexico? (laughs) Can we send them to like Uruguay, or Guatemala, or somewhere out there? Because it looks like they just love scoring against us. Um, You know, that's two weeks in a row. Uh, Former players have gotten two goals against us. So, I looked at the roster and uh, that we're who we're playing, which is Colorado. I know, getting a little ahead, but I think we're good.
1: Yeah, I was like, I don't think there's any any uh, (laughs) any other players there. But I mean, yeah, I don't even
0: think there's. I don't think there's anybody born in Atlanta, so I think we're okay. <laughs> you
1: know, it's funny that you mentioned that, and, and we'll we'll get into this when we get in it, when we get deeper into it. But um, it is interesting because, uh, and I think this is where like Garth Loggerway is going to help a lot because we fell in love, like we mentioned before, with getting these young up and coming talents that want to go to Europe and and selling them off. Um, and we've we for for went giving uh, players like Julian Gressel and Justin Miram. You could probably throw Nagby in that category. Big money contracts, because we were under the Mm -hmm. assumption that like, hey, you know, is it really worth signing Julian Gressel as a DP when we can get a South American that is probably going to be better and we can sell for more money? But guess what? It's not helping our team, because you could argue that Julian Gressel was more productive than Arruja, right? More productive than Piti Martinez. Mm -hmm. Maybe not Barco, but... It's weird because and this goes around the world too because there's a higher price tag when you're of Argentinian or Brazilian descent that sometimes a better uh, American player gets passed over for but um, that's a whole other a whole other thing um, but let's get into it as uh, as everybody knows by now. Atlanta United loses three one to Charlotte FC at home, oh, wow. that makes it four straight losses in all competitions and then has three losses in MLS so really quick mm-hmm. just to go over the key moments of the match we had our, our boy Justin Miram scores in the 18th minute um, it, it, the half ends 1-0, we come into before we even get our, our beer ready for the second half, uh, Andrew Goodman gets a red card in the 51st minute, which we'll talk about more of that in a little bit Gwoderski steps up, knocks in the penalty in the 52nd minute. So we got 2-0 down uh, with about 40 minutes to go, and we're playing with 10 men. So the game's pretty much over at that point. Uh, Miram scores again, so he gets the brace in the 57th minute, and then a consolation goal with Burrata in the 86th minute off uh, Almada corner. So before we get into the, the uh, details, Abner, What's your first reaction to this uh, disappointing loss?
0: Um, de- definitely uh, disappointing. I think that red card definitely changed um, the momentum of the game. Um, I think it's a definitely a different game with that uh, with that peak with that call with us going down to eleven, uh, because even with ten, when Gigi came in, man, we ch- it changed the dynamic of that team, right? Um, so I think with eleven, we definitely would have. Um, because uh, 3-1, I mean that's kind of late goal. I mean, you know we're pushing numbers forward, um, so I think that red card, you know, which I might as well get into it. Think it was a yellow card. I don't think it was a red card. I think it was a PK. I don't think it was a red card PK.
1: Though. What do you think? I'm a, I'm of the same mindset. Um, however, you know, if you're going at the, the letter of the law, if, if you're calling the penalty, you're 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 pretty much saying that it's a denial of a goal scoring opportunity. Um, however, you know, the shirt pull, um, it, I guess you could argue that it was pretty obvious that Gubin did it. But you see a lot of things like that that aren't really called that much in, in world football. And especially because the player still got his shot off and could have scored. It was a great save by Westberg. But I, yeah, I'm with you. I think it could have been a yellow. Because um, and, and, with that, I mean, it, it, again, the game's pretty much over at that point. So uh, a big key, uh, key moment. And again, um, you know, that's back to back penalties. And um, but Goodman came out and he apologized and took ownership of it, saying it's on him. But Benela said um, it's on the team, uh, which obviously is a huge moment in the match. But what it really came down to is that uh, we put ourselves in that position because we were in the first 15 minutes we were on we we're on fire we were pinning Charlotte back we had two really good opportunities one and kudos to Arujo because he actually looked good in the 15 minutes after that I mean he disappeared again pretty much and obviously you're down 10 man it's gonna happen in the second half anyways but he, he gets one ball to Caleb Wiley right in front of the goal sort of and he, he whiffs on it and another one he gets he, he gets an open space. One on one the keeper, and then he pretty much shoots it right at the keeper. Any of those ones go in, we're up 1 0. We're talking about a completely different game. Instead, you know what happens? You don't score, it always comes back to bite you in the butt. And sure enough, again, Atlanta United concedes the first goal again, and Charlotte gets on the board against the run of play. And we all know from time and time again that Atlanta does not do well when they're coming back from coming trying to cut back from being down a goal. So the Goodman thing was if you know if he doesn't do that and they make that, that's that's two nil anyways without the penalty. So it, we were putting ourselves in a bad position anyways. You agree with that or yeah?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, I mean, I think like you said, uh had we had a great 15 minutes. We had our chances, we and didn't, didn't do anything with them. You have one on one uh chance and you know it doesn't put it away and I think, like you said, even, let's say Goodman doesn't grab a jersey and he scores, right? We're still down 2-0, but I think the dynamic of the game does change because you notice that when Gigi came in, man, granted, Charlie probably has sit back a little bit more and we we're definitely pushing numbers up a little bit more, but you could tell the, the attitude of the team did change a lot. Um, you know, even kind of having us believe that we could come back even though it was 3-1 at that time. Um, I think, you know, they had us believing, oh man, like yeah. we're, we're rolling, let's go, anything can happen. So I think like, yeah, we go down to 0 right? Goodman doesn't get a red card, it goes in 2-0, we bring Gigi in changes the dynamic of the game 2-0 you know that's the scariest uh scoreline you know that i know that as players as coaches we both know that that thing is you know that that's the scariest scoreline because we see it so many times where a lot of teams have a 2-0 lead and either the team comes back to tie it up 2-2 or they come back and win it 3-2 so i think that would get definitely gives a chance so i think that dynamic of the red card does change the game uh, because it did change, you know, how we played and everything like that. Um, now, with the starting lineup, we knew Gigi wasn't going to be a full fit. I think he's going to be full fit for Wednesday. But with that regard, David, we got to do something this st- uh, whenever the transfer market opens up a game for a forward. I don't know what it is. I don't know, you know, who it is, where it's coming from. But we had to do something. Because it's, you know, it's like we do well all around. All around, the, and then when we get to the forward part, we don't do
1: some. You know, the, mo, the most there, important part you know? of the game <laughs> is putting that, that dang center ball, round ball in the back of the net. And without Gigi, there's literally nobody on this team that can score. I mean, Purata scored, uh, but you know, you're not going to get goals like that, um, often. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Uh, and this, you know, this reminds me of you know, when, remember when Joseph went down with his injury. Uh, there was nobody on the team that could score. You, had, you were trying to get uh, Cisnetos and Dom Dwyer to try to do something, and they would score one goal every, like, five games or get all the goals in one game, but it wasn't enough, and we really, really struggled, struggled and that seems to be a common thing with this, this team. Um, and I, I talked about it before, Abner. I think if we don't have uh, Gigi in the lineup, if he's not going to start or play meaningful minutes, um we need a different kind of uh, uh, attack, a different tactic because it, it doesn't matter if you have a bunch of possession if you can't score right So if we're not scoring and we have all this possession, this kind of playing style that we play it's it's a very risky playing style to not have a finished product at the end and that's how we keep conceding these goals. So if we don't have GG, we mentioned it like do something different this maybe we, we try two strikers we let we give up some of our possession. But maybe we can, you know, pick something up on the counter because let's face it, Charlotte's not the best with the bother feet. Although they did have stretches where they look good, but you know, if you're up, if you're up a man and you're up uh, two goals, it's not hard to do, right? But also, and then also, you know, we've have exactly. the defense has been making some key errors. That first goal, dude, it was, Justin Mirror was wide open on the back post, dude. Even you could have scored that.
0: i don't know man i think you still <laughs> gotta give me at least a 60 percent chance or something <laughs> no but definitely but you saw the reason why fredden had to pinch in to try and win the header obviously he doesn't win It yeah. needs the back post exposed and you know Miram scores and uh what you I, think i, I liked he it did you know, some
1: people might say because obviously i think he was only with us for like a season and maybe a season and a half um so people are like, ah, you haven't been there long enough to mm. really not celebrate because, you, you, you know, when it's usually something done when you've been with a team for a while out of show respect. But I, I liked it from Miram because he, he was saying um, after the game that um, Atlanta United played a key role in revitalizing his career um, and he also fell in love mm. with the game yep. again. So I think he's got a lot of love for landing at it. He was always a, a class person here. He would every time the score or assist he would put up the you know the A up there, and um, I thought that was really cool. So uh, it, it's very interesting that Miriam that was only here for a season and a half, and a half had a better reaction, I think, than than, than Joseph did when he scored his. Well, and that's what I was going to get to, you know,
0: especially after what he said, you know, he, you know, he said he fell in love with the city. He fell in love with us. He fell in love with, you know, soccer again, right? We, you know, brought that energy, brought that excitement back for him to know, like what type of player that he is, knowing that he belongs in the MLS. And, uh, you know, unfortunately it didn't continue with the land United, but it kind of continued his career to where he's at now, which I think that's pretty cool. So that means, you know, You know, us as Atlanta United fans have shown really deep love for our players, which we usually do, you know. So I think that was a pretty cool statement from him. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, he was only here with us for a little bit. And he was able, you know, to show that appreciation of what went for us. You know, it probably
1: didn't go as deep as uh, what it went for him. Definitely like another player that he played well when he was here. It would have been nice to keep him. I think he, he had a pretty... High salary, which is why he got let go. But I mean, you can argue that he was performing better than a lot of these other players that we're gonna get into right now. Because I want to ask you, Abner, uh, what what player performances um, stood out to you, like that they played well, and then what players, you know, either were invisible or just didn't perform well. Obviously, we'd probably throw Gutman up there because that's that action changed the game completely as a as a bad performer. Um, well, I mean is give him that I mean, bad if it's not for that, it, like you mentioned, we're down even if we're that. Let's say the goal goes in and we're down 2-0. We're at home, Gigi's coming in. We're still the one pressing the game. We still have a chance. Once that red card's done, like there's the game's the game's over. So and the thing is I like Goodman. He's one of my favorite players on the team. Um, you know, just just a bad position, a situation he was put into, but uh, you know, it is what it is, but I mean, for, for me, uh, you know, I thought Borata yeah. obviously he had a good the goal. I think he had a good game. Uh, Armada, even though he wasn't able to finish anything, mm-hmm. he was always he was the one pulling the strings. Arujo, um, like we mentioned, he created two very good, I mean, their goal scoring opportunities in the first fifteen minutes. Um, after that, not a whole lot, and especially after we go down to ten men, so. I think it was a decent game, but still, you know, he's, he's our DP. We need some, we need some results. And some of that's due because Caleb Wiley could have given him an assist. He could have given himself a goal when he, if he scored it himself, but he continues not to show up on the stat sheet.
0: I uh, did, hold on. I, w- I want to make sure that whenever uh Goodman, Goodman came out, they dropped uh, Caleb Wiley to left back, right? Yeah,
1: I think so. You're the one, the one watching on TV, so you can see better than me. They went am in person.
0: Yeah, the, I mean, you have the more visual, yeah, what's yeah, going you're right, than I do. But I think that's what happened. I just want to make sure. I think that's what happened, right? Because um, I was going to say Caleb Wiley, but I mean, he kind of went to a defensive mode, so that kind of takes out the picture um, of who I wanted, uh, you know, to play. I mean, honestly, man, Ibata, man, uh, you know, he midfield <laughs> you know it's uh it's we thought we had it resolved we thought we had the right numbers uh I don't think he bought a plate obviously to his potential I think Wally um even when we were attacking I mean he, he hasn't really shown that surges that he he was showing um I thought this was going to be the game that he got a goal again um you know especially how he did the first time around um I think he would have been a little bit like you know you know who you're facing you know what you did with them last you know, that that, um, you know, you kind of feel nice. like, OK, I could do this again. Um, so I thought, yeah, it would have been nice for sure. So I think he would have had a good game. Um, I think I mean, I mean, honestly, I think overall, I think the only person that had a good game was Amada and maybe Purata just because of the goals um, and right. the assists. Um, it's, it's, it's tough, man. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to rate him because we, we go down a man. And you're doing stuff that you're not used to doing. You're covering spaces that you're not used to covering, and you don't have the ball at your feet like you're used to having the ball at your feet. So um, it's kind of hard to rate them. Um, but at the, at the end of the day, we need, need GG. You know, I think what your brother said. He texted in the group chat. Right. You know, no, no GG, no goals, right? Um, and that's <laughs> and uh, and I've also seen you know that GG brings that mentality, even though he's not our captain. But he brings that, like, oh shoot, he's in, like we, like he, he brings the team to a whole another level, um, and I'm hoping that you know this Wednesday is able to start, so we can go ahead and get that fire going from the beginning, and, and you know get us back on you, track of who. What do we you used see him playing see, 90 you know,
1: minutes though? There's plays 90 minutes coming off of that injury. I mean, he only played 20 last game.
0: I, I think he's, I think he you starts and probably comes out.
1: Later in the game,
0: I yeah, I would I would rather yeah. him not even go in the That's game true. last last week or last game against Charlotte. At that point, what was the I point? Think, you know what, like yeah, get that I, I training think the Monday I think Tuesday, they was Monday just to and get Tuesday, get him Tuesday minutes, today and tomorrow, get him some
1: match minutes. But but yeah, definitely, I think he does start. Uh, but <laughs> uh, I think he probably starts too. But obviously, we have back to back games Wednesday. And not back to back but we have a game Wednesday and Saturday so that's tough coming off an injury um you know even even if you're an injury that's tough to have two games back back to back um but you brought it up earlier and uh Gar- Garth Lagerwey did say that in the summer transfer window that they're looking to pick up one to three players so I'm assuming at least one is probably going to be you know on a replacement for Armada and it'd be interesting <laughs> that's, another, that's another thing I want to get into but uh, we'll, we'll get into that a little <laughs> later um, but you know it'd be interesting <laughs> to see if we do pick up a backup forward um, maybe a, a veteran that has, has a proven track record uh, because I mean Machop Chole and, uh, and Miguel Berry uh, I think they, together they have like I think one or two shots combined like in the last five games uh, I mean that's that's that sucks so, uh, but again, it, it because MLS with a salary cap, it's really hard to have another good quality forward. that can score goals. Um, so it'll be true to see what we do in the, um, in the transfer window. But, uh, Amber, let me read off some stats here, um, just to get into it. So, uh, Atlanta still, uh, won the possession 57 to 43, uh, which is interesting that we still had more possession being down a man for, um, almost half the game. Um, We had 1.1 expected goals to Charlotte's uh, 2.27. And we had 11 total shots. They had six, um, 430 passes uh, for Atlanta United to their 310. The interesting thing too, is that of our 11 shots, we had um, only two shots on target. Out of Charlotte's uh, total six shots, they had four on target. So out of the four shots they had a target, three of them were goals. That's that's not good. So Jeez. again, we talk about this all the time. <laughs> like if possession doesn't win games, right? Goals win goals. If you're scoring goals, guess what? You're not gonna have that much possession usually. And uh, we they just this the stats back up what we've been talking about that we are ineffective in the final third without our Greek god in there.
0: Uh, it's, it's definitely uh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like at this point we're just beating a dead horse, right? We're just saying the same thing till something happens, or till something somebody steps up and, into that position, or even Coach Finita changes okay. formation, changes tactics. Whatever, we don't have those players because it's gonna happen. Um, mm-hmm. you know especially with all these games that we have and international play and all that it's gonna come to effect where we're not gonna have those players so you have to have a plan you can't play the same like i said earlier you can't play the same with with not having your 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 best players there i know you want to but you think it's just a system but there's certain players that that watch or to see the game different than each other right and they bring different qualities so i feel like if he's able to um potentially like those qualities to the highest that he can in a different formation that would be awesome uh because david we're gonna there's gonna be international play coming up right there's gonna be all these other mm-hmm. um you know like the league cup we're gonna have all this stuff that we're gonna we're not gonna be able to play everybody. 90 minutes every single game so you're gonna have to make those substitutions you're gonna have to make those things so what it what is it going to be are we waiting to the to the summer transfer market something we don't know that we know that Amala is probably on his way out already and you know it you know at this point it is what it is um is it something where we're gonna get rid of one and try to sign somebody else like what what is it that we're going to do because david if you were the gm right now you had a a, a decision to make uh, to get a backup forward, a center mid, or a def, uh, defender. Wh- where where you prioritize well, I, your, it, it depends uh, if pick.
1: Amada is for sure. leaving it or not.
0: Let's just say, let's just say Amada and Gigi stay. Let's just let's just play that fantasy world that um, Amada's here to the end of the season and Gigi is healthy. Where where do you put your Yeah, um, I think I would probably who, who do, prioritize
1: uh, uh, either uh, a backup forward or somebody that can play on the pitch with Gigi That's actually can score a goal. So it could be a midfielder that's more attack-minded. Yeah. Mm
0: Attack-minded. Yeah, because attack-minded, they say it's West City. I haven't really seen much of him on that, right? I mean, but he... Well, yeah, and Roseto, too, exactly. So, you know, where where is that? You know, where, we haven't seen that yet, right? Defensively, Ibarra, we know we can do it. We know Sosa can do it. Now, you know, with, you know, Alonso maybe be uh, able to come back from injury. I mean, we don't know what that is. He's an older player, but he is a, a veteran savvy player who knows the league very well, who can control the ball, control that midfield, a uh, little like Bus- uh, Busquets type player, maybe he changes the dynamic of the team right maybe he comes in and changes that dynamic allows us to be a little bit more attacking throughout the middle but at the same time i think i'm with you david i think i try to find a backup uh striker and also but also find like a a midfield with more of an attacking minded play that can play that position like a false nine you know that can help our team be more successful whenever we don't have our certain players up there. Um, so there's a lot, you know, there's a lot coming up. There's a lot of unknowns that we don't know yet. Um, but as of now,
1: <laughs> well, uh, Charlie's
0: got his back, man. They got his back. You know, we beat it. We put the beat down. So we went on, it. we went on the aggregate. Very still, random. So at
1: least we got that. So, thank god for put last goal <laughs> four, but uh, it three yeah yeah and, <laughs> and you know obviously you know th- we're, we're things are down right now but w- with all that being said uh we know mls is a forgiven league so we're still in fourth place we're only six points of a- six points away from being first in the east we're also six points of a- points away from being last so uh, we could win Wednesday. We could win Saturday, and we're you know on top of the world, not a worry inside too. So obviously we need to change things around because we don't. If it could it could snowball if we go into five losses in a row, and then you're looking at Saturday being like we gotta win or else you know it's like there's there's not a whole a lot. You start to fall back. Um, another interesting thing, Abner, is that we lost to Nashville, Inter Miami, and Charlotte. Like we got the we got. And we and uh, we, we're supposed Don't to be the king of the south, man. <laughs> yeah, now we got we ain't no Orlando the Orlando comes south in, that man, time. I'm gonna be scared. Um, so after before we move on and we preview the match Wednesday, the last thing I want to say is that you know Charlotte brought a pretty good mm-hmm. uh, fan contingency um, to the stadium. Yeah, and um, uh, so I want to say because be- we talked about this whether. We were like, you know, is is this a really real rivalry? Because we have like the SEC type of unity mentality. Um, And and, and we talked about that it's not quite there yet, but I think that this is a full-blown rivalry now. What say you?
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it definitely is a rivalry. I mean, man, when I saw that on TV, I was like, man, I wonder how loud they are in the stadium. Um, I mean, I didn't really hear them throughout the TV because, I mean, our supporters were definitely louder. But that being said, uh, they showed up, man. They showed up. They definitely showed up. Um, I think just um, as much as we did, if not a little bit more than what yeah, we did and, and whenever we were Yeah, and this is there, a little right?
1: bit too personal for me and Abner because we've got family that's in Charlotte. So they, they came down. Um, and so, you know, now I'm like, you know, it's, it's bittersweet after the game to have to see them after the performance we put on. So, this is a full blown rivalry, and um, Charlotte's only three. Yeah, I know exactly. And, and Charlotte, gave a fake Charlotte's ticket. only three points away from us, <laughs> so we are going to be competing with them for a playoff spot potentially. So you can't really root for them.
0: Let's speak up. Let, hey, hey, yeah, I'm kind of glad you brought that up because I know everybody's like, "Yeah, we're still in fourth place. We're still in fourth place." <laughs> yeah fourth place and 12 plays are only a difference of three points with a lot of teams having not even played their uh their uh right. they only played yep. 11 matches while we played 12 so uh you no know, one if everybody plays and everybody wins we were we're down in the
1: right you know, exactly down in the
0: bottom of the, of the table all right but we got Just a game wednesday
1: we have a chance to turn it around uh we're back at the bends playing colorado rapids so, uh, our head to head results with them, which, you know, we do not they're on the West Coast, so we don't play them as much as the teams on the East Coast. But Atlanta's got three wins, and Colorado's got one win. Uh, you mentioned it, Abner. We're in fourth place uh, with 18 points, and Colorado's in 10th place in the West with 12 points. Um, and Colorado is coming off of a loss at home, just like us. Um, they lost 2 1 against Philadelphia Union, um, and they also had one player. Uh, I think his name is Brian Galvan. Uh, he got red-carded, so he won't be in this game. Um, so, that uh, you know, both teams are looking to get those three points. Um, but we, we definitely we, we need these three points. Um, so, some players to watch out for. Uh, you got Kevin Cabral there, former uh, DP for uh, Galaxy. He's playing with Colorado. You got Jonathan Lewis that's played with the national team before. Connor Ronan has been um, one of their up-and-coming players that's been getting um, a lot of assists and goals. D- uh, Diego Rubio and Abu- Abubakar; uh, those are some of the players that um, to look out for for in the game. But Abner, uh, we kind of touched on this. So, what what lineup changes do you think we'll see uh, Wednesday against Colorado? Because obviously Gubin's out, so we're, that's going to be a change right there.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, with Goodman now, you probably bring Wiley back. Um like what he's done before. Um, probably start Etienne on the on the wing. Um, if Gigi is healthy, I think he starts Gigi up front. Um, and I think the midfield You don't stays think Rosetta uh, would come in
1: instead there. of Sadich? <laughs> the Sadich, they go down with the oh, injury, or he was hurt right when he shelled so, yeah, right that he out. That'll probably be the change
0: probably yeah so i mean but even but david like even even (laughs) even when we do make that switch like and you difference there's no you know it was there was a difference at the beginning of the season when we had rosetto and ibada starting like that that midfield dynamic was awesome we haven't got that back yet um due to injuries due to suspension due to concussions um so you know maybe we get that back this week uh sorry, this weekend hopefully get that back this Wednesday um and uh you know and we you know we, I tell you we need 3 points we need 3 points like you said yep. in the MLS you're supposed to win your home games and may, getting a tie on the road is is awesome and a win is yep. spectacular and losing only is expected a,
1: tie, a draw on the road is only good if you're winning at home you have to win at home yeah, but uh uh yeah, I agree with you. I think to. Rosettos probably start, uh Gigi'll probably start. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to see if he does what you say, pull Caleb Wiley back, uh, throw it at the end up there. But I don't know, maybe we might see Ron Hernandez and you keep Caleb up there. Um and maybe do something a little bit different. That would be nice different. Um But yeah, I, I don't see Gigi going the full ninety so it'll be interesting to see, you know, how Beneta manages that depending on what what state the game is. Because, I, I, I like you said, I think I want to rekindle that chemistry we had at the start of the, of the season that kind of got derailed with injuries. So maybe Rosetta will, will get back into form now that Gigi's in there because Gigi just adds... So much of a different wrinkle to this game with the runs he makes, with the physicality. He just makes defenders worry about him. When you got Barry and Machapa out there, I don't think the defenders even care that they're there. Yep, <laughs> yep exactly. I can play defense against uh, him. But I don't want to talk about this after, but <laughs> we have to. If we don't get the three points, let's say we either get a draw or a loss, how how much pressure is Spaneda under? <laughs>
0: um, I already submitted my coaching application uh, to Atlanta United, so hopefully they pick it. <laughs> um, no, nah, I don't. I don't. I mean, definitely hot seat, right? Um, you've seen some yeah. uh, some coaches getting fired already early in the season. So, but I definitely think he's going to definitely be in the hot seat if he doesn't get this win. Um, especially, I mean, there's no excuses if you have a healthy team going into wednesday right um you know maybe gg doesn't give you the full 90 but he's gonna give you something so you know once again is it coming to tactical things that he's not doing or people the team is not you know responding well or is it you know him being so um you know content with what he has in the system he has thinking that he can get the same production with the at the same players that he has. Uh, meaning like, you know, when it comes to Gigi being out with somebody else being out and he plugs into these other players, he it's like he's expecting the same result. Because if you if you notice the first couple of games, we didn't have Gigi. We were playing spectacular ball, right? We were pressing, we were putting pressure, we were getting goals. Amada was having a hell of a beginning of the season. And then we get Gigi in there and it bumps it up and then like everybody else injuries call ups um you know all that that comes into play and now we can't find that form so we're in a bad slump and I hope this slump ends on Wednesday night I know I'm going to be there to witness it firsthand so I hope I hope that we're able to bring that glory back and bring that happiness of you know because David I don't know man um is it going to be a filled up I doubted for night Wednesday. Game? Is it you know is it people going to be holding back because because you know you have those fans that're not going to show up when the team's not doing good and then they're going to only show up when the team's doing good and then you yeah. have your true fans that are going to be there no matter what and then you like you said it <laughs> so is we well, I mean, like, night, like so, last year um you, you know, know.
1: The team was <laughs> well and we still had good support throughout the season, so you you hope it stays like that. I I, I don't think we're gonna have like an amazing crowd uh, for a Wednesday, but you know I still think we'll pull like thirty thousand, which any MLS team would kill for. So uh, let's just hope the house is rocking to give us that home field advantage. Uh, but Admiral, just if if Pineda does lose this game, let's say the team loses this game, or ties, or or, or ties, or uh, lose Saturday, you think that would be grounds to let go of Beneda?
0: After one game now, nah, it's got to be five Because uh, That would in be it, what five games in in a be, row?
1: It could be six, you know. That's a, that's a tough. Do you obviously we, we, we've talked about that we want stability here? I want stability I think... so, does Garth Lagerway, but you also need a coach that can. I mean, you got one of the most expensive teams on the pitch, right? You got to get results,
0: right? Yeah, I mean, and I get results. That's that's the name of the game, right? Why, um.
1: Yeah. Have all these other
0: coaches been fired, right? The results. It hasn't been well, one of them was because <laughs> of what happened. Unfortunately, what happened in New York. Um, but you know, needless to say, it's always comes down to performance. Um, and like what I've heard before is like um you coach to be fired. Meaning you're gonna coach till you know they say, Hey, you know, not good enough or Know it's time for us to go in a different direction, so here we go. Um, and as a coach, you know that, right? You know that, um, performances, even though yeah, you're not out there, you know, playing with the team, but a lot of it it is based on your tactics, it is based on your um, coaching and everything like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, if, if he, which I don't want to put this in the air, but if he does not win the game on Wednesday at that, you know, you know, do you have, um, you know, what, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> I heat warmers on your, on your car. Bored. And it's going to, that temperature, <laughs> that temperature is going to go up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He'll, like, he'll definitely it, it, uh, the knob is be turning. under pressure and we'll be
1: on a short list uh, leash if he doesn't get uh, a, re- a positive result on Wednesday. Um, but, you know, obviously we don't want to go down that road yet. And so we have to. So Abner uh, what is your prediction for this match on Wednesday?
0: Uh, we got smacked by Charlotte. Um, so I, I'm assuming we get back. Uh, Amada scores one, Gigi scores one.
1: Zero. <laughs> I think it's 2 um, 0. I have it 2 0. Uh, Atlanta United. I think this game uh, with Gigi, it'll put our butts in gear. I think we're going to get a uh, goal early. Uh, and then, you know the twentieth, twenty-fifth minute, and I think uh, there'll be uh, the middle part of the game where we're we're kind of controlling more, maybe cre- creating a few half chances, and then I think we get the second one in like the seventieth minute, um, and then just cruise to a victory, hopefully. <laughs> but you never know; it's MLS. The teams hopefully. you think you're going to beat, you hopefully. don't. Oh. and The teams you sh- you shouldn't beat, you do. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. But, all right, um, and then just a couple right. of uh, news from uh, around the, the league, and then we'll get out of here. Um, so on Saturday, we had nine red cards, uh, which is crazy. I believe that's an MLS record. It was MLS rivalry week, so, uh, you know, we weren't the only ones that had a red card in our game. Misery loves company. But, dude, I don't know if you saw any of the highlights, but, dude, Montreal and Toronto. Did you see that, that, that brawl that broke out in the game? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've seen this where, like, uh, it happens in soccer game. Everybody comes together, and, you know, there's pushing, shoving, the refs come in, and then they, like, they break up the players or whatever. But this one, uh, Montreal beat two, uh, they beat Toronto 2-0. So they beat them twice in one week because they played them in the Canadian Championship, um, uh, I believe, Wednesday of last week. Um, But, dude, they were, like, they, they threw, like, blows. Like, they actually swung on somebody. You had red cards. And probably more discipl- disciplinary actions are going to come from that game, and then you also had. Uh, I mentioned that the uh, Colorado player is not going to be able to play on our game in our game because of a red card. You had Colorado lose to Philadelphia two one, and they got in a pretty bad scuffle at the end of the game. I mean, you had people uh, people tackling each other, dude. It was it was just crazy to have uh, two back to back brawls. And not just like pushing brawls, like legit, like people like almost fighting each other. If I mean, somebody actually got like punched. So that's real, man. It was, it was, it was pretty wild. wild to see. <laughs> uh, you just don't see that every day. But, you, you know, we talked about coaches being in the hot seat. Um, that's crazy. Toronto, I, I mean, they are definitely underperforming, especially with a the team they got. Bob Bradley butt has, has to be really, really toasty right now. Uh, here we go back to the. I never the World liked Bob days. Bradley
0: anyway, so he can get a fired. Uh, hey, hey, man, those live, man, those. It's every four yeah, years. It, of course, it, you can remember that, man. Think about it. Think about it. you're with the girl for four years. Yeah. You Think everything's good. And, and, boom.
1: I mean, Bob, it, it's interesting that Bob Bradley's in this terrible. position because obviously <laughs> he's a, um, he's got a, a he's a coach, a U.S. coach with a lot of um, experience and success. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how how long Toronto, uh, keep them because they are last place in the East with 12 points. Um, and we'll see how long of a leash they they give them because we've seen, um, and we talked about LA Galaxy, how they've been struggling and they wanted Greg Vanney out. We saw that SKC was, has been struggling and they wanted, um, you know, Peter Ramese out. Now, both LA Galaxy and SKFC are on back-to-back wins. So, um... It's crazy how that works. So they, their <laughs> fortunes crazy. might change, and it'd be interesting to Turns see around. how the end of the season ends. If they, if you know, they still perform well and they keep the same coaches. Um, another quick thing: Atlanta United two lost one to two to Crown Legacy FC, which is Charlotte's club. So there's the the double double loss for Atlanta, um, <laughs> double whammy, uh, double whammy, but, baby. I mean, that's all I got. Uh, We're going to preview Saturday's game against Chicago Fire Thursday and also, uh, you know, go over the game Wednesday. Hopefully we'll be in a happier, more optimistic mood. Uh, But, uh, yeah, Abner, anything anything on your mind, anything to add? Hey, man, look, we're coming out a bad
0: loss, but, hey, we're going to turn it around. Come Wednesday night, everybody come in if you're able to go. Let's go Atlanta United. Let's get rowdy. Let's get proud. Let's get those three points. We got to protect the whole. I love it. Gotta Let's go ATL.
1: Let's go. Uh, get your butts in the seats if possible. If not, call Abner. He'll hook you up with t- all the tickets you need, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Anything all right, right you man. need, holler at Let's me. go ATL. We out. <laughs>